Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Toilet training can be tricky when you have a neurologically diverse child. They may not show readiness to toilet train until they're older than their peers. They may have sensory issues that prove a challenge for parents. Monica Ferry is a toilet training expert and she's got some ideas on how to help your child use the toilet. Hi, Monica. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Chef. How are you? Good, thank you. So parents who have children with autism probably already know that their kids may take longer to toilet train, but how do we know that they're actually ready? So a, a child with, with special needs with, with autism is going to demonstrate that they are ready in the same way as, as a typical child would. So we, we would be looking for them to show an interest, so some behavioural change in them to, to be really interested in what is happening in the toilet space. The other thing we're looking for is physical readiness. So because, because we're generally talking about children that are um, a little bit older than, than our two-year-olds, we would assume that, that they're physically ready, but you would be looking for a child to be able to, to hold on to wee for around an hour and a half, two hours, which would tell us that their bladder capacity is good. And we would be looking for physical signs that they're recognising a message from their body that it's time for a poo. And often that manifests in a child disappearing. So they'll, they'll find a, a hiding spot that they love to be in mm-hmm. and, and they'll take themselves off there and they'll have their, their poo in private. Or it might be that different personalities, different children, maybe they, they are physically very recognisable in a squat position with a red face and they like to do it right in front of you there. So um, I'm sure lots of our parents will say, yeah, I've seen that before. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So what if it's the opposite? What if they're not curious and they're actually afraid of the toilet? So that's something that we need to get past before we worry about the toilet training. And often a great way to do that is to start, take the pressure off off the child totally and start toilet training the toys and have them involved in ensuring that their toys need to use the toilet and go to the toilet at times that become routine. So we start building in routines for our children as well. So the toys always need to go to go to the toilet before they sit down for a tea party or um, the toys always need to go to the toilet before we take them to the park. So we start mm-hmm. to build in this expectation that, oh, okay, toileting happens around this time and children often will then mirror for themselves the activities that they're creating for their toys. So we need to overcome the fear before we start encouraging our children or trying to encourage our children to be using the toilet. How do you help children if they have sensory challenges? So so there's a couple of things that can be useful there. And one of those things might be that we might need to keep their nappy on and 
and cut a hole in their nappy so that they have their nappy on but the but they and they can still feel the nappy but they can they can poo or wee through it because we've cut mm-hmm. a hole in it sensory uh, could also include the the sound and feel of water splashing so put some toilet paper in the toilet so mm-hmm. that that splash isn't there do you have any other tips to help if parents are struggling to get their kids into that routine with toilet training when they're on the spectrum? I would really encourage parents with um, with kids that are on the spectrum to include toileting as part of other activities. So instead of making it an activity on its own that has to be thought of separately, done separately, it, it gets added into particular routines and it's useful if they can be routines that include activities that the children really like to be engaged in. So it, it could be that your child loves to go to the park or, or they love to have their morning tea. So we attach using the toilet to those routines just as a matter of as a matter of course. It's not a it's not something that's huge, it's not something that needs a lot of attention given to it it just becomes part of something that they already do and they already enjoy the overall activity what if you find that the training goes backwards so if the child um, if they're on the spectrum and they might regress at some point due to sort of outside stresses they might have had a really busy awful day that they've been upset and they're dysregulated what should parents do in that scenario with children on the spectrum? So children on the spectrum, like, like all of us, additional stress, additional pressures seems to radiate out and put pressure on all, the, all of the other activities that are taking place in our life. So, so the very best thing to do is to take the pressure off. If you are in toilet training mode, so you have been taking the nappy off and and your child is getting used to toileting activities, there is no evidence that actually says, none at all anywhere in the world from any study that says that, that it is harmful to put the nappy back on. So if your child is regressing because of the introduction of something that is causing them to be anxious or giving them, giving them, a an extra thing to think about then just put the nappy on for that for that period it might be for a couple of days it might Mm. be for a little longer than that but it's really important that our children understand that we will rescue them if a situation becomes too pressurized for them and we don't want toileting to fall into into that kind of realm of you know, this is do or die. This is, there is no coming back here. We are mm. 100% on all the time. No one is. And it's it's not unusual for children to regress when they have a lot of things on their mind. Yeah. Monica, thank you so much for your time today. You are so welcome. Thank you. That's toilet training expert, Monica Ferry. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, 
email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time. Thank you.